everybody, and welcome back to our podcast, Frankly Frank. This will be episode four, and today I'm joined by Cole, Aiden, and And we will be discussing the aesthetic theory in the story Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, along with the rhyme of the ancient mariner. So my first question is, how does the rhyme of the ancient mariner apply to the aesthetics theory? Um, I would like to go first, and I, I just wanted to say that I analyzed part five of the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Um, <clears throat> so in the in the beginning of my part, it emphasizes like the relief of the mariner because he's been like really deprived up to this point. Uh, in the in the like story and the rain the rain that run or that falls down makes him feel light and like a quote-unquote blessing blessed uh, ghost and then further on in the story like lightning and thunder happen all around him but instead of being scared he is just full of awe and I would like I took this as like a religious standpoint because uh, the rain could symbolize like baptism and then the immense awe for the thunderstorms and all that could be like his awe for God and being in front of God. Good point. I'd like to add on to that. And I analyzed part two of the poem and it really stuck out to me because it had many allusions to nature. It specifically mentioned mist, fog, and darkness to kind of create a mysterious mood surrounding the character that killed the bird. For example, it, said in the text I had killed the bird that that brought the fog and mist and so that's just kind of alluding to like the darkness of the situation and like the result in nature of his actions and similarly in Frankenstein I feel like Mary Shelley like often set the monster in the woods hidden behind a bunch of trees or like in the mountains out in like the middle of nowhere she did so to kind of like one prove his mysteriousness and uncertainty in the story and two to prove that he was truly an outcast of society um i i analyzed like the first part of the poem and to me like the main thing that kind of like stood out like just in the first few lines even was that like both stories are like told through like another person kind of so like one person is telling the story to another person and I think this really like adds to like the connection of both stories because it's like it's in the same like viewpoint. Um, I analyzed the last part of the poem more specifically, more on part seven. So the first thing I sort of found was the hermit was very isolated within nature. I mean, the first line of it is this hermit good lives in that wood, and sort of moving it into my analysis, um, I sort of saw the similarity between Frankenstein and this story because Victor and the hermit always seem to isolate themselves with nature. And in this story, I think, in the rhyme of the ancient mariner, I think that the hermit, when he was in isolation, sort of had a happier connotation than Victor. And so um, I sort of think that both of them together pushed out this message, but like to create an opposition between the happiness of isolation and within nature and the darkness between isolation and nature. All very good points. I think we really 
got a good analysis of the realm of the ancient mariner. So now I'd like to ask you guys, how does nature play a role in Frankenstein? Uh, I said, like, I think that it kind of plays a role because the whole story, it kind of like shows how no one can be like as powerful as nature because Victor tries to like create his own, his own future and his own like path. But really it's like nature that's guiding him through it and like his, his own human like intuition and everything. Um, I agree with that, but I also think that nature plays a role in Frankenstein through something that was talked about in the first prompt, which is forbidden knowledge. Um, even the book begins with Robert Walton sort of giving a warning to Victor saying like the punishments of an, obtaining certain knowledge. And so relating it to Shelley kind of, it sort of put out a message like to warn the scientist not to get carried away because nature is supposed to be seen as something beautiful and it's not supposed to be really abused. And so with the creation of the monster and the all of the reactions to the monster and the betrayal from it, I think there was just this depiction of what beauty actually is to society. Uh, I, I actually agree with Carissa and I feel like uh, nature was not kind to Victor like throughout the whole story and I feel like that was because of karma in a way like Victor wasn't respective of nature so nature didn't respect him uh, like for example Victor when he was trying to create the creature he was disobeying the laws of nature uh, so instead of making something beautiful he ended up making this monster I agree with that. I think, I also think that, like, nature isn't very kind to Victor at all, but I also would say that, like, nature is kind of a way for Victor's spirit to recover, like, after all of the stress, all of the distress that he's had, like, in his life with all of his family members dying and everything. I kind of, I agree with all of you guys, honestly. I think that nature defined, like, many of the moods and tones, and also, I think a new point it kind of could have served as an allusion to religion because of its actions in the story for example when like Aiden said he went against the laws of nature nature's odds weren't exactly in his favor much like when people go against God's will they tend to feel more miserable in life or like pick up some bad habits so nature much like life in in accordance to, like, God, miracles, and all of that, has a weird way of playing out. And I feel like nature also has a weird way of playing out. So, speaking of nature, nature is obviously very beautiful, and that's part of the aesthetic theory. So, which elements or characters are connected to the idea of beauty? Um, I sort of think that something that's sort of connected with the idea of beauty is family. I mean, there were a lot of distorted ways to show um, family through the horrible relationship between um, like Victor as the father and his creation as his son and other things of how people treated the monster. But because of this major like distortion of family, it made um, the kindness from Victor's family, from Alphonse, 
and the love from Elizabeth and his brothers um, be sort of highlighted in a really positive connotation as something beautiful. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that like Shelley shows that the family, all the family characters are kind of like symbols of beauty because Victor's family and like him, he, they all value beauty over anything else. And that's like the whole reason why he's like terrified of Frankenstein in the first place is because he's like ugly looking. He's not really afraid of his personality. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I feel like the, I feel like Elizabeth, uh, Victor's fiance, shows the quality of beauty and uh, are described the best. Like when I have a quote, Victor says that her smile, her soft voice, the sweet glance of her celestial eyes were ever there to bless and animate us. And I feel like this just shows that how beautiful he really thought that she was. And it was more like a, a, a physical beautiful rather than in nature i agree with all of your points kind of going off all obviously like you all talked about different relationships but i think just like the beauty of this story is connected and centered in all of the relationships that are going on and adding on to these points i believe a huge proof of beauty is actually between Robert Walton and his ties to his family, because that's something we haven't really talked about yet. He writes these letters that kind of embody the story to his sister, proving his dedication to his family and his love for his sister in specific, which is a really beautiful thing, because in the time period that this book was set in, the majority of people that went away would all like lose contact and lose like that connection with their family and their family never knew when they were coming home or anything but he really made an effort to keep up with his family and continue to write letters to them which i think is a very like beautiful element of the story so that's about all we have today unless you guys have any other points i don't think we're good good cool um thank you guys very much for listening to our podcast we appreciate it and next week we will be back with episode five of frankly frank